This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We like the moon. So sang a duo of rodent-like creatures with bulging eyes and giant mouths dubbed the Sponge Monkeys, who, along with the humiliated Star Wars kid, became the internet sensations of 2003. Created by animator Joel Veach for his website RatherGood.com, the crudely animated two-minute short depicted a vocalist and a bowler screeching incoherent lyrics alongside an acoustic guitarist in a Napoleon-style bicorn hat. The Sponge Monkeys belonged to a class of viral pre-YouTube web animations, mostly delivered via Flash video, that included Badger Badger Badger, Peanut Butter Jelly Time, and All Your Bass Are Belong to Us, all sharing a lo-fi aesthetic and absurdist sensibility that would have excluded them from television. Until 2004, that is, when a rapidly growing submarine sandwich chain commissioned Veach to make a Sponge Monkeys TV commercial for their restaurant, and the We Love the Subs ad was born. Though the malformed musical animal act was polarizing with viewers, the spots were a huge success at spreading brand awareness for the then second biggest sandwich chain in the country. The Sponge Monkeys spot was the most successful of that chain's run of Weird for Weird Sakes commercials, which included an ad featuring a young Jim Parsons reminiscing about suckling on his wolf mother's teat, and one in which an anthropomorphic toasting oven lustily implored a sandwich artist to, quote, put it in me. The offbeat marketing was very of its time, the first decade of the 21st century, as was the chain's success itself. Founded in 1981 by Denver fine-dining chef Jimmy Lombados, it became popular in the Centennial State for its deli-style oven-baked sandwiches and grew into a mildly successful regional chain during the 80s. After the founders sold the chain to a father-son investing duo in the early 1990s, the company went public and expanded wildly, growing from 18 restaurants in 1991 to nearly 300 by the turn of the century to a staggering count of over 5,000 locations in 2007 on the backs of its innovative toasted subs and the eagerness of its growing army of franchisees. But much like the novelty of a viral video, its success was short-lived. Its much larger competitor, Subway, beat down the sandwich rebellion by quickly retrofitting its kitchens to incorporate toasting ovens, nullifying the chain's signature gimmick. Even more devastating was the Great Recession and financial crisis of 2008, which exposed the over-leveraged company's financial woes, leading to hundreds of store closures and even bankruptcy. Today, just over a decade from its peak, the company has receded to fewer than a thousand locations worldwide. But despite its struggles... Do its remaining loyal customers still say, we love the subs? This week on Doughboys, Quiznos. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Flacido Domingo, Mitchie Two Spoons, Mike Mitchell. Wait, 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 what? (laughs) Flacido? Like Placido Domingo, but saying you're flaccid. (laughs) That was courtesy of Cameron in Mexico City. Thanks for writing in, Cameron. If you have a roast you like, that's cool for Mexico City. Yeah, roastspoonman at gmail.com. Our neighbors in North America, nice to have you listening. Wait, wait, what? Mexico, our neighbors in North America. Oh, nice to have you listening. I know, that just was confusing to me. I said it in a confusing way. I apologize. Yeah. Our neighbors to the south or something maybe would help me out. 
You know, personally. this is a this is a fun trivia. I may have said this on the podcast before, but if you want to do like a little trivia question, oh no, you uh, what's the largest city in North America? And people will naturally answer. They'll be like, oh, New York, New York city, city, or yeah. then the but the actual answer is Mexico City. Wow, yeah. Our guest is nodding along. Uh, Mitch, you and I went to a PWG show this past weekend. We did. Had a lovely time. Had a nice little crew. Two things <laughs> happened of note, I would say. All right. Between what, the two of us. Uh-huh. One is uh, you. Uh, we had a picture of, of BrewDog, and you asked for a little of uh, me to refill you. I was holding the pitcher. Yeah. And uh, I over poured you, and it was a spill. Uh, like, I created a spill. <laughs> you created a huge spill. <laughs> and there was beer all over the floor and all over your pants. I apologize for that. I was covered in beer. Yes. So I that, w- <laughs> yeah. Pulled over that night and arrested. <laughs> wow. Wait, this is the first time hearing of this. <laughs> uh, but so I, w- I wanted to apologize for that. That was. Uh, in character for me, but one thing that I think I did that defied expectations, uh-huh. defied you, your expectations specifically. This is very funny that you've been thinking about this. I thought of, I thought about both these things. Uh-huh. Um, we uh, you ha- so there were there was a there was an excellent match between uh, two mm. combatants named Bandito and Robbie Eagles. That's right, a lot high flyers. A lot, uh, it was it was quite quite the match. Mm-hmm. And so I guess this is a lucha tradition: is that people throw money into the ring this after is, a particular this, exceptional this, match. All right, you know what? All right, you, this is true. Yeah, go ahead. So Mitch, you took out a a, a five dollar. You bill. took out a five spot. You really enjoyed this this Bandito uh, match. It was great. It was great. It was a fantastic match. Um, and uh, both those guys were great. Both those, both these guys that the chant, the the chant went on. That is, yes. people were chanting both these guys because they like both of them. <laughs> it was very, very literal. Uh, so you wadded up a a five dollar bill. We were sitting in the back row, mm-hmm. and you basically dared me to attempt to throw it, confident that I could not make it into the ring. I was so sure you, you were, were not going to make it. You were more in there. sure than you'd ever been that I could not throw it into the ring. Mm-hmm. And you know what? My arm was powerful. My aim was true. Uh-huh. I got that bad boy in over the top rope and into the ring. You, you truly threw something <laughs> the appropriate length. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself. I do remember you saying uh, you were going to throw it with your other hand, and you said, let me use my whack-off hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a trail of smoke behind the $5 bill <laughs> as, it sailed into the, as it sailed into the ring. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, howdy ho to Mitchie Two Spoons Nation. Embarrassed, good guest today, a cal a caliber guest. Um, he gave a little fist pump. By uh, the way, that's very insulting to our other guests. I know. Well, hey, <laughs> stop ranking them. I think that the other B, C's, D's, F caliber guests, they should bring up their game. Yeah, they're, they're step ba- it up, Matt Kowalik. <laughs> yeah, Kowalik, you fucking suck. Um, uh. So I'm embarrassed to do this drop, but let's just do it, huh? And it's not going to work, which is more embarrassing. It's going to be fine. No, it's not. It's not going to be fine. Why don't you cue it up before that? I know because it starts playing usually automatically. Oh God damn it! You should start testing these out before. There we go. A group of dolphins. Dolphins. A group of dolphins try to have sex with dolphins. A group of dolphins. Dolphins. A group of dolphins try to have sex with dolphins. Kind of nice. Yeah. Dolphins. It's too long. A group of dolphins try to have sex with dolphins. A group of dolphins. <sighs> dolphins. A group of dolphins try to have sex with me. Ten seconds more. 
There's usually something funny at the end, right, Nick? <laughs> nope. Not if it's like our podcast. <laughs> nope, just a fade out. Yeah, that was nice. Nice little dreamlike ethereal music, not nice. out of place in a water level in a Donkey Kong Country game. Oh, all right. I like that. That's, this was from Shampoodler. Okay. Please make Weiger dance to this uh, tune and post the video. All right, you guys, Mitch does not read the email in advance of playing the drop, so if there's would some you, relevant... Would you, would you have gotten up and danced to that song? I might have. I might have played along. That's weird. I'm happy that you didn't okay. do that. It's bizarre. All right, let's introduce our guest, please. You know our guest from Silicon Valley in the Sixth Sense. You can now see him on Future Man on Hulu. Haley Joel Osmond is here. Hi, Haley. Hello, guys. How's it going? Thank oh, you for great. being at... This terrible pod. <laughs> Thanks for sitting through oh, all that. Oh, man, it's fun hanging out with you guys. I listen to your podcast uh, all the time. Oh, so God bless cool you. It's cool to be here. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's great to hear. That, that, that it's, 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 I've, I, everyone who listens, it's a very nice thing. It's very nice, but, but when people say that, I always wonder, like, are these people who haven't found about like the iTunes top charts? Like, you don't know. <laughs> I was just NPR informed about uh, This podcast. American Life, yeah, so exactly. it's been great, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good luck in the future. Uh, no, but I, I actually heard, uh, I think Lauren Lapkus say this on a podcast the other time, where she was abroad shooting and listening to your show was like a way to feel like you were back home for a little bit. Oh, oh, man. Wow. So like, yeah. there have been times when I've been shooting in weird places and like listening to you guys at a chain restaurant in California like, <laughs> takes me right back home. <laughs> I, I think that's why Lapkus Lafkus has decided to move out of the country. <laughs> uh, Haley, you mentioned you mentioned chain restaurants and and uh, and its connection to your life, and it connects to your life in, in a pretty specific way in regarding your profession because one of your first mm-hmm. acting jobs was in a Pizza Hut commercial. That is correct. In 1992, uh, I was walking through the old IKEA in Burbank. And they were doing this thing that I doubt anyone would do nowadays, but they had two casting assistants in front of the store with a little table taking Polaroids of all the kids that came in. Wow. Which sounds so sketchy. Yeah. And, and more and more every time I re- tell this story. But, I saw, uh, saw Wagner doing that at Ikea this weekend. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but from that, uh, my picture got picked off a pile, uh, went into a cattle call audition for Pizza Hut, did that commercial, and the casting director from uh, Forrest Gump saw that, and that is how everything sort of got started. Oh man! So the most random sort of yes. Yeah, so I guess I have to thank the Pizza Hut company. <laughs> what, are they also KFC and Taco Bell? That's are they a, all the same. The, <laughs> yeah, the they, Yum thanks, Brands. Brand. Thanks, yum. large Yum company. <laughs> I guess also thanks IKEA too. And IKEA, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you mentioned I, I, I want to talk about this 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 commercial a little bit because I'm I'm curious about it. But you mentioned Forrest Gump. Have you ever eaten at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company? No, I have not. <laughs> um, that I there's only really like aren't they just in places like Times Square and everything? Yeah. There's never been a thing where like I've run into one, and I would probably hesitate because who knows what would happen? Uh, <laughs> the, the universe would end if you if you, you re encounter right. a brand version of a movie you did 25 years yeah. ago. <laughs> it's like when uh, Jean Claude Van Damme uh, pushes Ron Silver into past Ron Silver in Time yeah. Cop, yeah. and it's just sort of like you think that he, well, he he would turn into a big CGI blob if. He, if he happened to walk into it's one, the end of two thousand and one, you just become Bubba Gump's star child. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Stallone can't go into Planet Hollywood because it's just, it's too gravity will change if that happens. Well, he kind of looks like he can go in there anymore. He kind of looks like he has walked into one. He, he, I'm saying he looks like whatever would happen, Stallone. <laughs> 
Well, hey, you know he what? got Jack Johnson off with Trump. That's, <laughs> That's cool. True. That's true. <laughs> that was the number one. thing I realized that, that I, I was. I, I looked at Nick, and he was not having me making fun of Stallone at all. I kind of. I kind of. <laughs> I kind of backed down immediately. I have a soft spot for Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the uh, face-off, which we were just talking about, that yes. the original cast was supposed to be Schwarzenegger and Stallone? Man, that would have been insane. That would have been insane. something. Like, yeah. I mean, face-off is already incredible. Like I, I just like imagining that version. With with all the crazy shit that happens, the gravity boots in the future jail, like all this, the, <laughs> everything in that movie is so insane. Every choice is insane, and then I'm also trying to think of those guys trying to act as each other. Yes. There's some real pathos to that. There's <laughs> yeah. a dead son, like right. ten seconds in. Yeah, like, it's yeah. very dark. <laughs> picture Schwarzenegger on the merry-go-round at Griffith Park, <laughs> slow motion. Oh man, they should do it. Reboot it. That, that, that just just them trying to imitate each other's voices. Is, yeah. right. That's the funniest. Right. That's so funny. That's it's sad that we never got to see that. Um, yeah, that I mean that's that's an amazing one. Also, if. Travolta is like insane in that. I mean, like they're that, both great. I mean, they're both perfect uh, for the yeah. tone of that movie. I'm they're saying so the, the character itself is is cr- it's is insane. insane. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so he plays that character so big. I mean, they both play it so big. It's great. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's so it's great movie. Deliciously over the top. So good. Um, but okay, so this 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 Pizza Hut commercial you were in, you were telling us it was for the uh the briefly the briefly promotional Bigfoot pizza that existed. in the Yeah, 90s. I was surprised you said that you and your wife liked it. We did. We both have very fond memories of the Bigfoot pizza. It was like a giant rectangular, extremely thin crust pizza. Right. right? Yeah. It was akin to like a Detroit style pizza. Yeah. Kind of yeah. the, the one the ones the 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 square one they have at Little Caesars is kind of what the Bigfoot is like. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was a good version. They bring of it. back the big. What? 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 Why? Why were they pushing? Was Bigfoot itself big at the time? Was, what, yeah, what? I think there was this. It was like X Files in the early oh, nineties. That, that sort of stuff. That might have been directly related to that. Right. Ninety two, ninety three, like the Sightings supernatural so stuff. Yeah. yeah, real big part of that decade. Yeah. Right. Yeah, God, I just had a, a, a flashback though when we when we did shoot uh, Forrest Gump uh, partially in Beaufort, South Carolina. There was a chain restaurant down there called Quincy's. Uh, Whoa, which is kind of a weird hell yeah and that's I the... remember it being very good like really really uh, heavy southern like rolls and, and stuff like that right and, like, we do I everything heavy in Quincy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just I hadn't thought about that in a long that's time a, that's, a, that's, that's amazing that's crazy I was gonna, did, you, I was gonna... did you have the steamed chankton <laughs> <laughs> I saw you over there just fucking thinking <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone frailbot I could have gone Wu Tang in a lot of directions. I went with Changton. <laughs> Took my shot. Uh, I was going to ask about just, I mean, a pizza commercial as a kid. Were you a fan of pizza when you were when you were when you were a little kid, or or what? Our parents were pretty uh, uh, good about like soda, like once a week you get yeah. it on oh, Saturday. Wow. So we ate really healthy as kids. So when I turned eighteen and moved to New York, that was a bad thing going hang on i can have anything in my- <laughs> oh no <laughs> um but uh yeah yeah I, th- I think i think even on that uh, david chang show that just came out where they were talking about like the best pizzas in the world mm-hmm. you know in, in italy and you know that uh, all the best places in new york and he's like i'll defend Domino's. like this is a fond memory everybody has that thing when you're a kid and you have like the sleepover or you're playing n64 and somebody's mom orders a you know chain pizza like it's right a, it's, yeah. a, it's a happy memory of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did, did, did but, did you get, did you get to try the, did you get to try the Bigfoot pizza at all? Or? I also did a McDonald's commercial back then, and both times you're like, oh man, I'm gonna eat so much like pizza, and so, and of course there's no food of that kind on set. Oh man, my two seconds in the commercial, 
they were, it was like handheld, like, you know, Bigfoot style stuff. And, and I was standing in the sand pit at the uh, playground in Griffith Park uh, with this other kid going, uh, Big would be an understatement. I s- even said the word wrong. <laughs> so that was the extent of my experience. But then we had like a, a party in the park when it came out and got Bigfoot pizzas. And I remember everybody being really disappointed by it, going, like, this is it? <laughs> the kid's not liking it. Like, I was so shocked to say he liked it because yeah. I don't think it lasted very long because everyone's like, this is just them. The kids start throwing rocks cardboard. at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mary, make me eat this. Yeah, hey, was, yeah go on. No, you, you go I was going to say there's actually a uh, a Nintendo connection to the Bigfoot pizza mm. because, uh, Re- and I always butcher his name because it's difficult to pronounce. Is it Reggie Phil's a me? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a very, the, 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 president, the president of, of North America. Current president yeah. of North, uh, Nintendo of oh. America, but he worked it. He was like the, uh, the big kahuna over at the big cheese, if you will. Over at <laughs> at Pizza Hut while they were doing the Bigfoot promotion. Oh, really? And yeah. Then, and then he came to Nintendo. Yeah, that, that was, was like one of his oh. big initiatives. And I think wow. like like regardless of its quality, I I remember it fondly. But you know, I, I doubt it was the, the best pizza in the world. But it Good was like a, it was a success apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just the fact of you. I have so many questions, and just as a kid. And being on uh, being on set, do you, did you get to eat? Like, I mean, I guess you're you're you have some sort of parent there that's kind of watching what you would eat. So, yeah. I, but but do you remember the food? Just a being... random parent, just anyone will do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you remember the food being good? Like, do you, that's great. The Quincy's memory is great. But like on set food, do you remember it being good? Yeah, yeah. I did like network um, uh, sitcoms a lot in the mm, mid okay. and late '90s, and that was a nice. Like re- with everything now, as I'm sure you've seen on sets, like. Nothing gets a crew and everybody in a good mood other than good food. Like, right. Everybody yeah. should invest in that. Like it makes such a big difference. Like yes. when everybody's happy and eating good stuff. Um, one story though is on one uh, uh, sitcom I did. We had a uh, craft service guy who was like a good like chef, and he'd make these great soups. But whenever the soup was ready, whether we would be rehearsing, whatever, he'd go soups up. And they were like, can you not yell that? Like, because we get distracted and everything. And he wouldn't. And they fired him because he, he wouldn't stop saying, soup's up. Like, you'd hear this voice from behind the stands like saying that. He was like blowing takes by yelling, soup's up. That's crazy. I also saw a producer fire a craft service guy uh, on a Tom Selleck miniseries I did in, uh, in uh, New Mexico because he didn't have his... Uh, preferred flavor of bluebell ice cream and the producer just went you're fired oh my god <laughs> crazy dear god food Hollywood. is a big part of the set <laughs> right. atmosphere yeah it's insane yeah yeah you no know, but they my parents were pretty like not you know no candy and soda and stuff yeah and, set. and you could see the difference because kids you know on certain shows i'd work with who were allowed to run wild it's crazy that small children are allowed to just chug coca-colas all day because it right. makes you insane when you're yes. like 40 oh, yeah. pounds and you've had three Coca-Colas, you, you lose your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they had that in, and still have it in schools. You could just have a 20 ounce thing of Dr. Pepper when you're in sixth grade. <laughs> that was so crazy to me. I remember when I was in middle school that they put in a Fruitopia machine. Oh, and I was yeah. like, if you look at Fruitopia, then it was so terrible for it. like like it's like all sugar all sugar yeah. all sugar but it was back then when they would like market things that were so super unhealthy as kind of like this is like a natural sort of with you know. breakfast like, yeah, yeah exactly. gogurt get your get your uh, fermented yogurt thing in right. early with 70 grams of sugar yeah and, and, and that, that i feel like i mean i i did drink i was i was a soda and so were you nick right at one point Oh, yeah, I was a big-time uh, cola drinker. Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned before, I w- we were a Pepsi family, so I drank a lot of Pepsis growing up, and then... 
I had a, you know I hate the fact that you are a Pepsi family. I can't it's help insane. it. <laughs> it's who I am. It was my upbringing. Probably like black olives and licorice too. <laughs> <laughs> He's chewing on them right now. <laughs> are you excited about the new uh, can redesign? The eighties uh, thing. Hmm. I. You know what? I actually have. I've. I haven't thought about it too much, but I guess so. Yeah, I get excited for some Pepsi. You are, oh, okay. Yeah, we not? still are. Yeah, oh, wow. Uh, no, but I, I don't drink, I don't really drink soda at all anymore. Uh-huh. I like a carbonated water, and sure. that, that's about is, but I, I try to avoid yeah. liquid sugars because it's just so, it's just a, such an easy way to, to, to load up on calories. But yeah, I used to drink a lot of Pepsi, and then I, I had a period where I drank a lot of Royal Crown Cola. I was a big Ooh. RC Cola guy. Yeah. And uh, it's like Jolt Cola. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Coke, Coke was like phase. was Coke like your fourth on your list or something? I would say probably my Mount Soda more was like Pepsi, RC, uh, Mountain Dew, and Dr Pepper. This is insane. Nowadays, I would say like a full sugar Coke if I want to have a soda yeah. treat. Yeah. Like that's my number. The glass one. bottled with the, the Mexican one. Yeah, that that's has ideal. The real cane sugar. Oh yeah. yeah, that's the best. That's a good one. So yes, yeah. I have I have matured and I have grown to like uh, for an occasional sweet treat. I'll like a a Coca Cola classic. Sure. All right. Um, but yeah, I used to drink a, I used to drink a ton of soda, and I think that was part of like you know why, bitch, you and I were both very heavy, heavy kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I just, it's just so, it's such an easy way to just load up on sugar. You're right, little kids who have drink three cokes, they're bouncing around, <laughs> shitting all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> mostly shitting everywhere. It's a major problem on sets today. <laughs> Disney Channel has a lot of problems with that. <laughs> just got a guy with a hose. <laughs> Very unglamorous job. <laughs> um, so wait, so so that th- that actually makes me think, like, because you are as someone who has been acting, it feels like uh, uh, most of your life. Do you mm. have a like? Did did that change your relationship with food at all? Like being someone who was like co- basically constantly on camera or having that as a job. Um. I don't know. Um, n- nowadays, like especially because like I I moved to New York uh, for college and then stayed there right. exclusively for like ten years. I'm it getting into this city and it's extremely healthy like culture. It feels relatively like recent for me to encounter that and yeah. so, and like seeing actors who like just have their special blended like uh, 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 smoothie stuff and nothing else. Cause like for me, like that grazing at craft service, it, like there's so much time to pass on the set. So like, it has to be a thing that you have to consciously not allow yourself to do for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, and that's why people, so many actors smoke, I think because there's so many like yeah. breaks where you're just kind of antsy and waiting around. And those little habits really crop up a lot for people. Yeah. I, yeah. I nap or, or even fall that's asleep great. in my if chair. You, if, you're, right. if you're able to do that, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> You'll do that during the show sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be asleep. If, if, you, if you go back and look at Love, I'll be asleep in most scenes. <laughs> hey, people can't tell because of my eyes. That's why. I, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're in some of, you are in some of the biggest, it's crazy, you're in some of the biggest films of, of, of the 90s. Do you, do you, is, it, is it a thing that I feel like some people don't want to talk about it? Do you care talking about I'm not saying like we will talk about it, but do you, do you care to- talking about it? Do you go back and watch them ever? Like, are you a fan of those films too? Is- yeah, that's the fun thing is that the they're movies that I'm really proud of. So it yeah, is a right. weird thing when you continue to act and like mo- pe- people are most familiar with, you know, with you is something that's like yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. But those were all films that I were great experiences to work on and things that I'm proud of today, particularly with something like AI where it's like, that's, that's a movie 
just as a fan of, of Spielberg and Kubrick that I, I can't believe I'm a part of that. Yeah, that's so cool. It's something that it philosophically they were onto something that I think will remain important for a really long time. Um, but I love that. I love AI that movie. rules. It, it's an awesome movie. movie. God, and and they had the Kubrick exhibit you know, like three or four years ago here, and I had never seen the original drawings that he had made in like the '80s, of, right? Like, cityscape at the end and all that. And you're like, Jesus! Like all the the years of work that went into this was was pretty cool. That's I just, awesome. I just saw 2001 at the. Yeah, I did too. I, oh yeah. no way! Dude, all right, wasn't cool. That great. It was great. Yeah. Were, were, you, were you in the dome or? No, I've never been a fan of the dome. I think it distorts it a little oh, bit. Oh, all right. And yeah. the sound is not great. Uh, I, I also if, think if the people dome, aren't familiar with the dome, not from LA. It kind of has a curvature to the screen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's a little bit of a different picture. I, I I I went I went to the dome just because I was like, oh, it was like the second premiere was at the dome or whatever. But then when I was in there, I felt the same way where I was like, I just wish I had seen it on a normal screen. And also, yeah. the dome is 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 less comfortable. It feels more kind yeah. of cramped. Right. It's weird. Yeah. You find yourself to, especially with three D stuff there. Like, yeah. I take off my glasses in there because I just feel like oh, yeah. cross eyed. I will uh, do want to give a shout out to the AMC in Burbank though. Their Dolby theater is incredible because for, really for me, sound has become so important. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go do the four DX thing downtown where your seat spins around. Yeah. I spray water. I, on I, I, I yeah. love the four D. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Like Fast and the Furious, that was perfect for that. But because of all the crap that's, you know, pistons firing and smoke getting blown at you, it messes with the sound in the theater a lot. Right. Yeah. And they have a specific one in Burbank where it's like the Dolby. They have the IMAX on one side and the Dolby theater on the other uh, with recliners and everything. I just saw Solo there and the sound was awesome. So, oh, man. Yeah. I, 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 did the, uh, I did the last movie I did in 4DX was... Um, Oh God! Now I'm gonna forget the John Ham the 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 car the driver baby driver. Oh there we okay. Go. Oh, that I didn't know they had a 40x. Yeah. And it was not a good 40x. And like it wasn't right. a good 40x movie because like there is action in it, but like a lot of the times it's like music that's like do 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 do, and like your chair is just like slowly <laughs> yeah. rotating yeah. around, and you're like, this kind of sucks. But right. for for it, it also they jump your when there's jumps on screen, they like knock you out of your seat a little bit. Dear but if God. you're listening, you can hear the thing go like. Psst. Like getting ready to do it, you're like, "Oh, the clown's probably about to appear." <laughs> the piston steaming up. Yeah, right. Right. Get ready to be scared. Yeah. Some, the best one I saw there was the Captain America Civil War because they had the smells down really well. Oh, the cool. smell of like cordite for gunfire. Um, but then for Independence Day too. That, like I, I'm so curious about the process of who decides what effect happens when because they basically just splashed water on us the whole time. Like we're in space. There's no water up here. Like <laughs> run out of ideas. Like, <laughs> if I was if I was a person who designed that, I would make a choice. Like every time Hulk is on screen, there's like a sour smell. <laughs> People are like, "What does Hulk smell bad or yeah. like something like body odor for certain?" Yeah. Wow. They just fought on Thanos for a really long time. Like it smells in here. <laughs> is Mike Mitchell in this theater? <laughs> You <laughs> piece of shit. We're all having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun too. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait. So, so it sounds like you're a you're. Like, I mean, and actually, I know this about you, but like, you're you're a huge movie fan. You're a big movie guy. Yeah. Uh, when you're watching a movie, when you're in the theater. You gotta have some snacks or some sort of beverage, or yeah. do you? I mean, what what is your what is your go to? I always I, I hope that more theaters will embrace like it being a place to hang out and not right. just having candy and popcorn and everything because mm-hmm. it's not. <laughs> Especially with Alamo, like it's not perfect because they're making people like like crouch down and walk with your clanking drinks and silver and everything. So it's, it's a little not, disruptive. It's not yeah. perfect, but that idea where like 
you know, everybody's worried about declining audiences and everything. It's like, make the movie theater like a fun place to hang out where there's like an incentive to go there. So right yeah, on. when there's like real food at a place, Arclight started doing that. They have like pretty good sausages and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Arclight though, Arc, I love Arclight. And then I, I, I am kind of almost going back towards AMC because they, they, they like now just give you like a couch basically. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> they give you a reclining couch to sit in. It's so nice. It's so, yeah. it's so, so nice. It's, it's unbelievably nice. And that one in, in Burbank is, is great. That's, that's a great, that's theater. a good spot. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I will say if you're, if you're at a theater, if you're at an AMC by yourself mm-hmm. and you've got that reclining seat and there's someone you don't know seated next to you, which is a situation I've been in, Perhaps at a children's movie, Lego Batman. Oh, <laughs> I was a little. I was like, I feel weird reclining my seat <laughs> next to in the dark. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel, I feel as a th- as was a, it a child next to you? Uh, no, I think this was an adult woman, but there were children there. I mean, like I just felt like I, I was like, this is this. I'm uncomfortable doing and this. And find yourself reaching out to hold hands with somebody. Yeah, like, oh, sorry, I thought, thought I was at the couch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's just a weird instinct right. <laughs> for the scary minion moment or whatever. <laughs> Weiger, what uh, was Natalie with you at this Lego Batman? No, dear, I went by myself. Dear Christ, <laughs> she would have had a nice time, but I think she was she wasn't interested in seeing it at the time. Yeah, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, so besides Quincy's, which is already more than I think, is there, is there any other? on-set food moments you remember from from a kid where you were in awe of something like that or 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 just something really great or is or, or is that kind of it uh speaking of ai they had the crispy cream truck deliver a truck full of donuts wow. every Hell single yeah. morning mm. that's how many people were working on that movie is that they could bring in like hundreds of boxes it seemed like that's, that's crazy. and that was just that the food was very good on that one and then on the opposite end of it i did a film in poland i think the same year with Willem Dafoe and we were kind of out like away from the cities and everything. And this is like 2000. So they were just recently coming out of communism and everything like that. And me and Willem and the producer, my dad were the only Americans on the project. So the producer had said to the people in Poland, like we have Americans coming here. We need to make American food available for the Americans and everything. And their interpretation of this was boiled chicken and French fries no spices, no ketchup. <laughs> ev- literally every single day. Wow. For two months. Wow. So we're like, well, I guess that's American. Thank you. And you could tell like how hard everybody's life had been in that country because the crew, we were working at a quarry one day and all the tables were out, not covered, and it poured down rain and everybody sat drenched in rain eating calmly their wet oh food. And you're like, Jesus. man, God. life under communism was tough. Like, yeah, that's in, that is <laughs> eating their boiled chicken. Yeah, like yeah, in the rain. not phased at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. That is, uh, I sometimes will, will just stay out in the rain, Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm that sort of guy. Will you really? I, I like, it never rains here. So when it does rain, yeah. I like to get it. And so you're, mm. you're, you're, you live in New York basically half the time, right? Yeah. In LA. I love half. cold weather. I love, yeah. I love it too. Yeah. Do you, do you, will you come back to LA in the winter more or is it kind of just like whatever? It's whatever so your schedule says? random. Like I'll yeah. get back there like a week or two of every, every month or two, basically for right. 10 years I was just there. Um, but, uh, everything shoots out here. So I right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so wait as someone who who spent so much time in New York and like what was your you know, you, you get to college, you're in NYU, you're in a different city, uh, you have some autonomy, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, <laughs> like, what what are your food habits become? And then what are your food favorites in the, the, in the city? Like, what, when you go back to New York, what is the stuff that you're craving? It's really 
just amazing how the variety of things you can get. And what's really turned it turbo now is just with the internet, like you can go on Eater and it's this thing where it's like, well, I only want to eat the best ramen that's available in America right now. And like, yeah. you kind of can, oh, right. you know, it's, it's, it's just, I'm, I love it all there. Um, I, Blue Hill is a restaurant I live kind of close to that, like far, like real farm heavy, like, you know, they make special squashes that are, you know, like uniquely bred or something like oh, that. Wow. That's a really good spot. Um, uh, there's really good Korean food, um, in, uh, in there in like the thirties around there, like a lot of good uh, places there. Great sushi. Um, uh, um, Ichimura at Brushstroke is really good. That guy who made the egg, um, uh, Nakazawa, the guy who made the egg sushi in the Zero Dreams of Sushi. Oh, movie, wow. Okay. Movie, like he has his own place there. And he got in trouble with the fire department because he just started burning hay on the roof of their building in like the West <laughs> Village, like clouds of hay smoke because he uses hay to like smoke the fish. Oh, wow. And they're like, you cannot do that. <laughs> you cannot set fires on the roof. <laughs> That's that. that uh, yeah. I, I feel like your NYU specifically, too, is such a. Uh, a, a school where it's like you're in the city and you're yeah. and you're and you you're, you're kind of not like more on your own than than other schools. Or your whatever. campus is Lower Manhattan oh, itself. Oh fuck yeah. you, <laughs> you God. <laughs> no, our like the studios where we where we did uh, I, I studied theater there. Yeah. were overlooking Broadway, like all four right. years. And you're like that's really inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. It's a pretty cool place to be. Let's go to the yeah. Quad, aka Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> God. Throw the frizz out there. It's great. <laughs> a nightmare for NYU. <laughs> <laughs> Their enrollment just dropped 40%. <laughs> well, now we get to ask the annoying question. LA versus New York, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, it's... Uh, when I moved there, it was very easy to go, this is a real city. Right. Like LA, everybody, you're in your car all the time, and you know, all, and it's really disconnected and all that. That remains true, but since I've come back, I've learned to appreciate the great things about this city more, and it's mm-hmm. kind of just if you are able to design your life where you stay in kind of one area more and you right. don't have to commute across the city. It's, yeah. There's a lot of really great spots. And the food in LA is also, you know, just fantastic. Great I, food city. I think, yeah. it, I think it is great, but you, you hit on something, and this is the thing that we, we, we've we talked about on here before, but it's just that thing of in New York, at any time, getting whatever you want, sure. basically. Yeah. Which, is, which is, that's great. It is weird that how early things close. Actually, Boston always freaks me out. Yeah. Like, that's, that city's dead at like 11. We got some know, weird old Puritan going on, shit like, going yeah. on where, you know, the packy, the package stores were clo- <laughs> like would close at like, on, I'll be closed on Sundays right. or whatever and stuff like that. But that would, I think not anymore. I think you can get booze on Sundays now. Yeah. So. Well, LA was just tra- talking about rezoning parts of the city so that bars can stay up until four. Because they're like, yeah, yes. in a residential area, that makes no sense to do that. But yeah. downtown on 7th Street, like maybe it yeah. yeah. should be allowed. I'm happy that yeah. they weren't open for I'm sure I would be dead. Well, uh, yeah, if that was the case when I was like 23, I'd be like, hell yeah, bars open till four. But no, you wouldn't. No, I, I, I tell you what, I would have been like, I, I would have been more okay fine i would never have been like that at any point in my <laughs> hell life. yeah i would have been closer to that than i am now which is that now bars open till 4 a.m i'm worried about like getting up to go for a jog and seeing some drunk people about because i'm like that's closer to my wake-up time than when i'd go to bed mm. you at 23 hell yeah fifle goes west premieres tonight <laughs> let's drink all night and go to it together right, first off, i want to see how i want to see when fifle goes west released because i think you're implying that i'm 55 you- years old <laughs> Were you older? No. 93? 
That sounds right. <laughs> Fievel Goes West, 1991. Wow. Mm. I was 11. I was not, <laughs> I was not 23. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> All right, that's fine. What, 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 child's, what children's movie came out when you were 23 years old? I mean, you could probably just tell me you're some sort of encyclopedia of this No, shit. not necessarily. 23. So 12 years later. Yeah, wait, 23, maybe Shrek 2? 2003. I'm guessing. I'm just guessing. Mm -hmm. I don't know, which I saw in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) What what was this hell yeah? That never existed. It's a great character, though. I really think you should continue to develop this Shrek-loving, hard-drinking character. (laughs) I, I knew you when you were 25 years old. Yes. And what I remember about you is that you were the guy who would go home all the time still. Right. I would tend to go home early. I, but I would stay up late. I'd, I had a period where I'd, I'd stay up pretty late. That's true. Yeah. All right, fine. But I was not a guy who would ever stay out particularly late. Although I, I will say when I've been like, when I've like visited New York for, uh, for whatever reason, for work or, or just to, to hang out, I have, those have been night times when I've stayed out till close to last call because yeah. I'm just like, it's in a different city. It feels like a vacation. If everybody's up that late, it right. doesn't feel so sinister to be yeah. out did The last time we were there, I went out to the bar with Gabrus and you didn't join me. Okay, that's and true. I was, I was sick. That was, yes, that was, that was the... That was our most recent visit, though. Yeah. Was, I was there with Natalie. We were tired. I was I was after ten. Hold on a second. There's the you, time change flying. But from- the time change though is that, that they're ahead. You should be not as tired. <laughs> if it's like midnight there, it's like nine p.m. here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. <laughs> you look it up. By the way, one one quick thing. Yes. I'm sorry to you on this podcast. You scoffed at me. You scoffed at me. And when I said that the Celtics, you said Mitch thinks the Celtics can make the finals yes. this year. Yeah. And you did this shitty, snooty <laughs> scoff. And I want you to, I want you to say you were wrong about that team. Well, first off, they did not make the finals this year. That's not the point. I was going to say this. I, I was yes, I was something of a of a Celtic doubter. That yes, partly comes didn't from make being the a Celtic hater, if yes. you will. Although I will say this is the closest a Celtics team has ever come to being likable for me. Okay. And I really Isn't like that weird. Yeah. The Yankees and the Celtics are like, right. oh, they're the like the nice young guys. Yeah, they're nice and scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Death Star of these sports anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers are the Death. They're oh shit. No, yeah. no, oh, no. Are LeBron's you a Lakers gonna fan? Come and we'll are be... you a Lakers fan? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Of course. I was born yeah. here. I know. Right. It, makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yes, but yeah, you were yes. I will say that you were closer to correct than I was. Shut the fuck up! But no, how do you want me to phrase it? Tell me in you your. Were, I just wanted to say that you were wrong about this team. The idea of them making the finals shouldn't have been scoffed at. You were wrong. Okay. I was, was wrong. Yes, no, I was about to say that. Say it, say it. I was wrong about oh, the Celtics. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I w- but I am going to say this. I did I picked for them. I, I picked them to win oh, God. against the Bucks, which a lot of people didn't. I picked them to lose against the Sixers in five which games. Pretty much everyone picked everyone in five picked games. The Sixers. Yes, I know. I, I really I thought they expected to be blown out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was alone in doubting the Celtics team, and it's a testament to Brad Stevens and that young roster, particularly Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is one of my favorite players despite being a Celtic. And, All right, I like that. And I will guy, say that right? they, they had a very, very, uh, they had a very good run, and they sh- you should feel proud for your city. Thank you. For once. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. How you was know, the Super Bowl? Was that a tough day for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You stabbed me in the back. I, You're I, wearing I, a Patriots hat right now. I think it's fair game. <laughs> did, did you know that I, that I, that I went? Yeah. Okay, he knew. Oh, you went. That's oh, yes, right. Yeah, yes, you yes, talked yeah. about it on the... Yeah. The the so 
I I knew that the, I I knew that there was a chance that they would lose, but I I, I had to go and see because I didn't know if they would be back. We've been right. spoiled and yeah. and uh and uh Hayes and and John uh they they uh they were afraid that they were going to lose Nick and you talked right. about it, but it was a great game. It was like it wasn't like the Patriots got blown out or anything. No, it was a great yeah, game. it was a great game. Yeah. yeah. Um. But okay, it's so good. Look, the Celtics and if, if LeBron goes to the Lakers, that. That's that's ins- it's insane. First it, of all, it could happen. I'm oh, I'm going to insane. I'm going to lay off making any future basketball predictions. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it could happen. A free agency is always a crap. You never know. I mean, who saw Paul George going to the Thunder? Every yeah. who knows what's going to happen. The it's Celtics crazy. were a better team than the Cavs, but LeBron is one of the best basketball players, of course, and. He he did it. I'm what can glad, I say? I'm glad you. I always thought he was one of the best okay. basketball players. <laughs> I just didn't say he was the greatest. You no, know, I've always players. said that LeBron was going places. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I I know when you got to New York and 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 I think this was the connection because we we're talking about this all of the restaurant was was uh, around when your relationship began with this week's chain. Is that correct? That is correct. There was uh, one of these really close to my high school and you know how lunch is like 22 minutes in high school so you gotta be quick oh yeah um and it was just enough time to toast the bread uh to get it through the machine um so i i was only thinking about this today where i was like i probably ate there a lot in high school and then so this was high school not college yeah and then there was one uh even though i was in new york city with all these great food available it was in a part of broadway where it's a lot of chain restaurants and i couldn't really get to the dope pizza place you know right 20 minutes we had to eat um, so I went there occasionally too, and like had a quick. Set. The one I would do back then. Are we are we saying what it is yet? Yeah, I'm sure people have seen Quiznos. it on the episode. Yeah, they've yeah. seen the episode description. Quiznos. Yeah. yeah. Um. I they used to have those little torpedo sandwiches with like oh, the pesto yes. and everything, and that was like mm. a common lunch thing for me. Right. Yeah. 20, they were a little little, little bit more modest. Twenty two minute lunch. That, that God. It's crazy. Yeah. Too fast. What we do to kids is crazy. What we do. Also, the other thing I remember in high school, I think there was like a lunch period that started in the ten o'clock hour. Oh, that's, right. yeah, that's, that's insane. Yeah, they had super yeah. early that's lunches. Insane. I remember. I just remember being so sleepy my entire high school because I had a I had a zero period uh, for symphonic winds. Oh, where I was oh. first chair bassoon. Wow, and, and I was <laughs> God. And so I remember, but I had to get there at like uh, I think I had to get there at either five fifty or six fifty a.m. It was Ugh. like insanely early. Jeez. It was super early, and I was like super tired at the time. Not at all a morning person. Um, and I was late so uh, so frequently in high school that you know our our conductor de- uh, deducted points from students that, like dedu- like gave the, gave you deductions based on how based on how li- how often you were late because it was so early it was important the rehearsal mm. starts on time and despite being a guy who literally at the end of his senior year like they they made me a trophy like I, or they put my name on a trophy for like outstanding music student. Despite that, I got oh, an geez. F in symphonic winds purely based off of being late. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like he's like, "Well, you you I like I did the grading and I wasn't playing favorites. You got an F in this class." Jeez. We should put that trophy right here next to the Tournament of Champions trophy. <laughs> next to the Dave Thomas Cup. <laughs> the Dave Thomas yeah. Cup. No, it's a, it's in a case somewhere at Long Beach Poly High School. Symphonic winds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should have known. I should have known. Soon. Well, you can probably get a lot of Star Wars material out of that. Oh, so sure. Useful, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, there's some famous rips from the Star Wars soundtrack that employ a bassoon. Yeah. Also the grandfather from uh, Peter and the Wolf. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, I feel like you're patronizing me. I think that honestly, I think there should be a double episode 
you and the bassoon is that how you say bassoon it? yeah yeah you do a drop and he plays a bassoon like every, <laughs> at the top of every episode i, I think you, i think you should just do the bassoon a full double episode i haven't All touched bassoons. it in i don't think i've played the bassoon in 20 years really why yeah. no not not 20 years you got a trophy for being good at it what's going yeah, on then i gave up i walked away anytime i touch success i walk away <laughs> why because i don't know why'd you come into comedy uh, well, I knew I wouldn't succeed at that. <laughs> uh, I think it's time for you to walk away from comedy, too, by the way. <laughs> you were encouraging me not to do that. I know. I think it is time, though. I've changed <laughs> right. my mind. That's fine. Um, you're a talented guy. I think you should pick it up again. Why I not? Would, and you're later, do you, I mean, did you enjoy doing it? You don't enjoy doing stuff. I kind of liked it. I mm-hmm. think that maybe I was more... I think I probably got more mileage out of my work ethic than out of my uh. natural talent, which was something I identified about myself as a musician, which which to me, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I think that's going to be kind of a limiting factor versus someone who it maybe comes easier to. You, know you what were I mean? once a late boy, just like me. I was once a late boy, yeah. But yeah. I didn't want to be like the Mark Madsen of bassoon. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this guy's scrappy. He really goes for it. He really tries. But like, there are other people who are better. I got, I got, I got news for you. I think you might still be. <laughs> I think it, I think it, I think it happened. Right, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> My current skill level may qualify. I don't know. I don't know how I'd be if I ever if I took it out of its case and and blew the dust off of and and tried to play it. After whatever I, I, I messed around with it a little my early, early 20s So yeah Probably at minimum 15 years right, I don't know a, I don't know what would happen It's a double episode Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll try it out uh, <laughs> Interestingly There is a double bassoon which is uh, which is like a, a contra bassoon, which plays a, a lower register. All right, so episodes fun. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, you ever noodle around with a, a musical instrument? Yeah, uh, I played guitar since I was in high school and mess around. I can mess on drums and piano a little bit. Oh, um, awesome! So that's fun. Yeah, that that was the real even even more than the food. The real thing that made me fall in love with New York is that you could see like a decent show every single night of the week. Oh and wow! Yeah, just like really put that to use just saw tons and tons and tons of shows and try to when i when i go back uh every now and then too but uh yeah yeah music music is fun do, do you ever yeah. go to the baked potato up in uh in it, it's it's a jazz studi- club it's a studio in studio city where the gimmick is their menu is all different types of baked potatoes <laughs> nick did you did you know about this place i think you've told me about it before Ke- yeah, kevin, kevin kevin ubanks used to uh oh, yes, used right. to play uh, there when, uh, when jay he was, leno's bassoon yeah. player right <laughs> <laughs> He would play there after after uh, tonight show shows and stuff. Like he would he would play. It is it is actually a, it's a great uh, it's a great night. Uh, it could be a nice date night or just a kind of a fun club night. And then there will be guys who just there's like kind of like a jam night where people just come up oh, and that's play. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. What is your as a music uh, live music aficionado? What are what has been have been some of your favorite shows to see or what are your favorite acts to see? Uh, one of my favorite bands is Radiohead. I've gotten to see them a lot in a lot of weird different places. They just played in uh, they're going to do four nights at Madison Square Garden this summer. Oh, wow. uh, that was the last time I saw them in 2016, and that was a killer show. I saw Gil Scott Heron right before he died at the Blue Note uh, in New York. That was really cool. That's cool. Um, who else have I seen? God. Oh, I saw Bob. De- there, this is a terrific um, venue in Harlem. It's like this giant gold leaf decorated church uh, called okay. United Palace Theater. 
And I saw Bob Dylan play there while he was in a good mood, playing a lot of guitar and playing the songs that everybody really, really wants to hear. Oh, no way. Wow. <laughs> That's really, amazing. That was really cool. He doesn't really um, do that, right? Like, no. It's, he, he, yeah, it's always like a you know spin the wheel on what sort of show you're going to get. He might right. just be playing the organ. He might be doing like that sort of stuff. But it was a really, really awesome show. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I saw Sigur Ross there one time. Um, yeah, just a, just a nut for shows. Oh, and very recently I saw Fortet at this new venue they have in Williamsburg, and he had worked with the guys at the, I'm, I'm blanking on what the space is called, but they had planned for months this huge like uh, lattice work of uh, LED lights that were hanging down like this forest of lights and synced up all his music to that put all of the beats in like crazy surround you know sound uh, setup and then everybody in the crowd stood in the lights with him while he played and it was like Whoa. going around it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen that's insane yeah just hearing that described gave me a panic attack <laughs> god damn it <laughs> we'll take yeah. a break we'll be back with more doughboys Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix Sleep Quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm-hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15-year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions 
I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, why? We, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? I feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Haley Joel Osment. Quiznos is this week's chain. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. We went toasty. V- mm, toasty, yes. That was is it, their... was, is it mm, 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 toasty? Was it a bunch of ums? Or it might it... have been at some point. I remember okay. it just being mm, toasty for a time. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, yeah, definitely mm, toasty. Uh, and there was a weird rat mascots. They had a weird, oh, they've had yeah. a number of strange ad campaigns. Yeah. They had a, a this was a, you know, they, they had, yeah, they, they had the weird, um, it, it was like an internet 1.0 sort of like hamster dance inspired, sort yeah. of like just like random video where they had some some rodents of some maybe kind too ahead of its time or something. Maybe it, was, it would be yeah. better now. I feel or... like if you did it now, like people would like social media would love it, but now then it, back then people were just disoriented because Tungus is taken off for some reason. So I guess a, a little <laughs> character like that might. I don't know if right. that's nationwide for the AMPM mascot. Um, oh yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the, the Tungus is. I compared myself to him on Doughboys. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I feel like we are similar and probably have the same amount of food on our bodies at any given moment. <laughs> I love, but, we, have, uh, we have the same lawyer. He actually told me you're suing him, uh, them for likeness rights. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Tungus likeness rights? Yeah, like they're saying that you they stole your... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> they stole your image and are trying to profit off of you it. You can't pull a Twizzler out of my... I don't think you can pull a Twizzler <laughs> out of my, ha- out my head. Um, and then people online have already started... Maybe didn't listen to the episode and have already said that I look like Tungus. Right. Which is a compliment. He's a good-looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Tungus and looks good. one is about uh, him sure. getting some beautiful woman. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I feel like all these kind of new... I feel like Geico commercials like depress me. Yeah, they're all mm. not. They're not fun. Always a bummer. It's it's a it's 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 too it's too much. It's sure. too much. It's it's we're it's overload. They, Every yeah, single thing is like sarcastic and funny. I, 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 it's too it's too much for me now. Yeah, yeah, when like zombies started showing up in commercials, that was kind of the point where I was like, okay, it's just like and yeah, now now it's so everything. I think post Old Spice, those those initial campaigns, oh, everything yeah. has gotten so like ironic and detached, and every mascot is an ironic version of themselves, like yeah. self aware, commenting on like I'm a captain of, of cereal. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty <sighs> random, you know. It's like <laughs> just be Captain Crunch. It's yeah. fine. Your enemies are the soggies. Like living. In your world that'd be so refreshing to see in like an earnest captain an, an earnest captain honest captain man promoting a series right exactly <laughs> yeah just see jo- just let jolly green giant be himself just let mr don't have mr clean be talk about how like fuckable he is like while <laughs> winking at the camera just have him be mr clean he could just embody that but meanwhile like the the cheesiest chain like mcdonald's has gone the other direction going like we're gonna put really nice like artisanal pictures of, yeah. like a salt yes. you know grinder on the bag and something like the hamburglar's no to be found these right days. right <laughs> <laughs> also i thought it was funny that you uh talked about your spec mr clean commercial <laughs> i got that in there i'm trying to get Haley to be in it <laughs> oh, we, can, we can talk about this yeah. <laughs> extremely <laughs> solicitous mr clean <laughs> so so uh quiz knows we went to just before uh, recording and yeah, they, they've they've had some they've had some very strange marketing behind them, but they've and they've also had now, kind of now a, now now we should say zero marketing. They really don't yeah. seem to have much marketing <laughs> at all. Yeah, they, they've had. Take down your map like locations, guys. Right, right, right. <laughs> Driven by that one that's supposedly at the Glendale Community College yeah. like three times. Yeah, it, it's really they they have disappeared. Uh, They've just like disappeared one by one, and it's kind of honestly, it's it, yeah. looking at their arc when they were. There was a point where they were the subway killer, and they yeah. kind of came out, yeah. and they and it was like a, uh, a, a. By the way, subway killer sounds like an like an unsolved crime oh, from God. like the mid nineties. Which, by the way, you love riding that choo choo. Uh, oh no! <laughs> no, you think I think I'm in danger? Uh, no, I think you're gonna dub yourself the subway Wait a killer. Minute. Come on. <laughs> Look, either I'm a murderer or I like to take pictures of children. You have to pick one. I like to hang out in recliners in the dark. <laughs> Lego movies. <laughs> this guy's a murderer. There's no way that he's he takes pictures of children. What are you talking about? All right, fine. You got me. All right? You nailed me to the wall. Well, you were speaking of subway yes. color in the initial uh, definition of it. Weren't you saying that like it was a matter of months, and then subways also had a a uh, toasting? Thing? Yeah, like, we're talking about this at lunch <laughs> because the their big thing, their killer app, if you will, was their toasting oven, and it yeah. was such a thing where you had you had the subway on these this kind of like stale room temp bread, and then you go to Quiznos and you get a toasted sub, and it was just like the quality was so much better when it yeah. first emerged, and, mm. and Quiznos expanded rapidly. It was like everywhere so quickly, and then yeah, within within the year, uh, Subway had. 
toaster uh, started putting toaster ovens in all of their stores and just were offering toasted subs and that was it they, mm. they were cheaper than Quiznos and they were omnipresent already and then they they gradually wiped them off the face of the map such a crazy fast downfall for like yeah. a yeah. huge cha- like a, a new chain like a, like like one of the chains I remember seeing you know like come up in my lifetime right. and and like oh, wow and this it's like this it, it felt like it was like getting towards McDonald's or like you know whatever Wendy's the big the right. big the big restaurant level and then just to see it wiped out so fast yeah. it was, it's kind was of crazy. like are we in the midst of that with that arc with Chipotle I was yeah, yeah. like, just gonna like, say that it made a similar impact when right. it came out going oh really they do it that way oh. yeah I got it. I remember thinking going I gotta check this out it's <laughs> <laughs> a 15 year old toasted bread oh okay <laughs> but but I I feel like. Be, I, I, I talk about this too much, but it's the truth. On the, the East Coast, there's a lot of great like sub and sandwich places, right? Just that are not like franchises that are just kind of like individual sandwich shops. Then there there's Subway, which does not do well. Like I I don't even remember the subways in Quincy. And then there's D'Angelo's, which was kind of like the big the Northeast chain or the New England chain for. And I liked D'Angelo's a lot, but. I didn't like Subway at all. Right. I hated Subway. And then when Quiznos came out, I was like, oh man, like maybe there will be like this sandwich chain that's 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 better than Subway, that's closer to kind of these these mom and pop sandwich shops. Uh and it felt it kind of it did push that like just the fact that it was toasted. It's it seemed kind of more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not unique, but like a like genuine or something. Like it felt sure. like it felt like 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 wholesome food or more so. Yeah. Well, it just it just the fact that they're doing any cooking at all makes yeah. it feel like <laughs> like like you're getting like a more prepared dish. Like yeah. you're getting like something fresher and and yeah, yeah like more more wholesome was a good way to put my, it. My my, my 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 hopes were high for Quiznos, but unlike you, and we can get into your experience with it. I ate there just a couple times and then like ne- didn't eat there almost ever again. Like like right. ve- very rarely ate there. And there was one near the Birthday Boys house up in Studio City that I went to like a few times, but it was already like on its last. It was one of those things where yeah. it was like, oh, like oh, this still exists or right. whatever. First, you know? the black plastic Q trays disappear. Like, yeah, they didn't right. have those today. Like, oh, yeah. some of the flair is gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's like when a restaurant goes from like nice paper menus to laminated, and you're like, oh, you're on your last leg. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah but- that's great. I just i <laughs> i didn't even think of those the the unique trays that they had. <laughs> Which is like what was even the like they were kind of cavernous, right? Like, yeah, yeah. To keep the toasted quality in or something. Like, who knows? Yeah, they, maybe they. Oh, they wouldn't go through in the plastic. That would melt. But no. Yeah, you. Uh, what you said was right though. That's one of the very few things that LA has a big uh, gap for is like mm-hmm. good deli sandwich places. I know there's yeah. some in like mid city and like the Orthodox neighborhood, but yeah, yeah. Unlike New York, you can't just turn into a deli on the corner and like be guaranteed a pretty good sandwich. Yeah, which yeah. is why it's so surprising that like Cousinos doesn't succeed out here. Yeah. And and the sandwich place that had Jared Fogel working for it survived and thrived. It's cra- crazy, <laughs> right? An unappealing man before everything happened. Yeah. Yes, not, not a guy who I told you I hated and thought he was up to no good before he got in trouble, and it just just like such a shitty. But I, I that I was I was trying to think of that today, and, yeah. and Nick and I talked about it a little bit before we, we got into the restaurant of just like is is it just the subway buy up like like. Do they just buy up good real estate? Are they in good areas? I is think that- it's part of it. I think yeah. that is they 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 are just so dominant and just everywhere. And and I think they do look they do scope out. I mean that's the McDonald's strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. It's their whole thing. They've said is that or they said behind the that this it's in the movie The Founder. They 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 quote this this bit of internal logic is that they're not a burger company. They're a real estate company. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so um, I I think there's a I I think that I. 
bet that is some of their philosophy. I mean, they're one of the, the biggest, you know, five biggest chains in the States, and I think worldwide as well. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Quiz, so Quiznos, I remember going to Quiznos back when it was a treat. I have a similar experience with Baja Fresh because Baja Fresh used to be like, like yeah. oh, so nice. And like, it was like a Baja Fresh and Quiznos are so similar in their, I mean, smaller rise for Baja yeah. Fresh, and it was West Coast, but. Similar falls and like yes. it, they yeah. they feel similar when you go into each of those places now and around the same time like in college I was going and, and you know uh, I remember I think part of their their downfall is the low carb craze of the two thousands that the first yeah. decade of the two thousands yeah I think yeah. the bread was killer for them um, and then I I think uh, but I think also part of it was just like you know it was just hard to compete with Subway when Subway was directly going at their main hook. Uh, but yeah, I remember going with my my old roommate, and my old roommate was a very outgoing man, and and uh, we like we went to this Quiznos, and, and and like every like they were so pleasant, and the the food was great. And on the way back, my my roommate like felt compelled to turn back and said just to the whole restaurant, like, "Hey, thanks for the great service, everybody." <laughs> 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 like very genuinely and I was like kind of embarrassed at the time but then looking back and I was like he was right that was very nice of him That's to do very what a squad you must have had <laughs> we were cool we played Smash Brothers together you oh. loved it oh thank you for clearing that up <laughs> of course you were cool <laughs> I think this restaurant is the first place that the term sandwich artist was probably used. Oh, like, sure, yeah. I remember yeah. that being like on the wall or like on a name tag or something. They, like. they, they seem to be a place that, that cared. I mean, they, they seem to care more than... It is It is bizarre to me that Subway fizzled out and, right. and this place did it. And I, and I, I feel like Subway survived the, the low-carb or even health kind of craze that came. Like... Subway kind of pushed themselves as more of a healthier option. Quiznos never made an attempt yeah, to do they never, that. Yeah, they never really did that at all. It was yeah. always like very, very heavy uh, mm-hmm. kind of indulgent sandwiches. Uh, well, let's get to what we ate th- today. So I got, the, I had the uh, the spicy chipotle pork, and I got the menu in front of me. So if you guys want a, want a description of, of what you got, let me know, and I can pull it up for you. Um, but the spicy chipotle pork, which is one of their specials right now, slow-roasted pulled pork, bacon, cheddar cheese, jalapenos, onions, lettuce, tomatoes, and their four pepper chili sauce, which they also have on the side on a, on a pump, which uh, Haley, you recommended. And it was, yeah. it was, I actually think quite delightful. That's a great sauce. Um, comes on the jalapeno cheddar bread. I like this sandwich. I would say that the, the mix of flavors was great. The, the, you know, that chili sauce is really good and it's, it's, it's got a little bit of sweetness, but not so much sweetness that it overpowers uh, you know, sometimes you get those those sweet chili sauces that are just so sugary. Yeah. Um, but it's got it's got it had just a little bit of heat to it. Here's the only thing on the, the actual jalapenos helped that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but the only thing I would say is that the quality of the pork I felt was a little suspect, and I think that that tends to be an issue with when you get these proteins that aren't like cold cuts. That there's there's some sort of like you know uh, yeah. something that's a little bit more substantial that's prepared. I was in-house. shocked you ordered it. Well, I want to try it. It was one of the specials. Well, when when we walked in, yeah. we should t- talk about this. The, oh, the, yes. The, the, what we all skipped over immediately. <laughs> Wait, Which, hold on. I took a picture of it so all, I can all, say all exactly what it was. All of us agreed not to get it. <laughs> and I feel like yours is like one step rem- step removed from this. Yeah. In that like I was like, oh, I wouldn't. I also I also remember going to Quiznos and my like one of my first experiences with it was like it was very saucy and sweet, like too yes. saucy and sweet. And I didn't have that experience today, but that sandwich felt like kind of like 
barbecue thick saucy Jack Daniels sauce sweet bullshit. <laughs> I thought it was nice. I thought it was nicely balanced, and mm-hmm. I think part of it is just that that chili sauce is a good sauce. Uh, here's the thing that we we decided none of us were willing to order. I took a picture of it: <laughs> the lobster and seafood scampi bake, garlic baked lobster and seafood mozzarella sautéed tomatoes. Uh, sauteed mushrooms, rather onions, tomatoes, and a garlic aioli. It looks. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll share a picture of this in, on social media. But it it looked like something that you would eat on a dare. Oh, like I God. was just. I was so. I was so scared of this. I was. I was. I. I felt sick just thinking about it. Honestly, yeah. I mean, like, I, like, like it. It. It just. It wouldn't have been. It couldn't yeah. have been good. Also, like too, I feel like mozzarella does not have a place on that sandwich. No. It's an odd choice. Oh, you didn't see the the, the little vat of buffalo mozzarella <laughs> yeah. floating there, Vermont <laughs> Avenue. Yeah. Um, and then the other sandwich I got was the veggie guacamole, which has uh, two kinds of cheese: black olives, cucumbers, mushrooms, green peppers, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, and a red wine vinaigrette. Um, which I think was a good. And I got that on wheat bread, and I thought that was a nice veggie sandwich and i love a good veggie i think a well-made veggie sandwich is like a, a top tier sandwich i think yeah. you can get a good one that's such that's, weird orders out of you today what's that's a, that's a thing i'd normally get i'll get a veggie sandwich from jimmy john's i'll right. get a veggie sandwich from from sprouts a delightful deli in long beach i think people will like you reviewing it i'm just saying, i said sprouts i meant grounds sprouts is i'm just i'm just chain. saying it was for a place you hadn't been to in a long time but it was like a special sandwich and then a veggie sandwich it was i'm just saying it was a strange order i think it was a fine order That's all right what you know what it be- was a fine order thank you thank you for giving some ground on we both gave some ground today we that's, did that's good all right this good. is good for us <laughs> uh but yeah I, I thought the i thought maybe the only thing i would say is the mushrooms were perhaps a little out of place mm, um i could i could have uh. done without them they 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 added like a, a weird texture to it um but overall a very nice veggie sandwich um hey uh, uh Haley, what was your uh what were your what were your orders i had the honey mustard chicken sandwich that's a classic order for me that's probably the first sandwich I ever had at quiznos yes. way back in the day the the bacon mustard swiss is... lettuce tomatoes and onions on that yeah yeah uh the red onion and that mustard sauce it's just a solid straight ahead sandwich i will agree with you that the meat is the real thing where it, you know, it prevents it from being like a completely awesome time. Like right. if you remember, I took that cube of chicken and was kind of <laughs> wobbling it around. Yeah. Like the, when, yeah, when they try and cube it, it's, it's like they tried to mold it into the shape of a real piece of chicken that you would have cut off, you know, a whole roast chicken or something, right. but it's not. It, it looked know. a little suspect. I was so yeah. happy that I had finished my, ch- <laughs> the, my chicken sandwich by the time. Cause when you pulled that out, like this limp, completely like, white no grain like right. yes yeah just looks it looks it looks it looks just dead and not not appetizing at all yeah. it was bad yeah. um no good by the way, I should mention that they, the, the two sandwiches I got, they they have, and this is actually a thing I like about Quiznos, is their their smallest size is a four incher. Yeah. Um, uh, they call it the Mike Mitchell, actually. <laughs> you sick <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> but their their smallest size is the uh, the four incher. You know the, what I'm going to yes. say? Four inches is pretty. I don't it's think anyone fine. should ever complain no about be four inches. That. No, I'm <laughs> saying sandwich fine. wise, and maybe in other things too. <laughs> four four inches is uh, it's, it's, res- it's filling, it's respectable, <laughs> it's good. I'm saying I I ate the four inch sandwich yes and I felt satisfied is what I'm trying to say and I, I mean that truly right. and jokingly I it should be satisfying either way but I'm saying like when I ate that I was like oh I could I could maybe eat this four inch sandwich and be okay with, with that for a meal especially with that thick bread but it, yeah. uh, but it's nice that because you know the smallest sandwich at Subway is the six incher yeah. and mm. two of those is is if you want to try two different sandwiches is maybe a little bit much although I, do, I know people do get the foot longs but two the wire four, special 
<laughs> oh, how, I'm insulted. <laughs> how dare you, sir? I was just, I mean, we had to point out the equivalent for you as well. <laughs> but they, they uh, but the, um, you can get two four-inch sandwiches, and then uh-huh. you've got like a, the equivalent of an eight-inch sandwich. I mean, the, the math is not hard to do. Uh, and uh, and you can try two different sandwiches, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Um, and Mitch, you, what were your sandwiches? I I hate you. <laughs> oh wait, I had another one. I had another oh, one. Sorry. Uh, the yeah. the st- steak Chipotle steak one on jalapeno, Chipotle steak and cheddar. cheddar yeah, sauteed peppers and onions. Chipotle. That mayo. was r- r- much better than I expected. The meat was a lot better than that one. The sauce was good, and I had never had that bread before. At right. All it was really nice. The spiciness with the actual jalapenos. I like that. That was. A good one yeah um i i i we we overlapped on some sandwiches and i also want to say maybe a four incher is better than a 12 incher <laughs> <laughs> look at what you've done to me um Mitch, I, if it's attached to one of us someone's getting disappointed it doesn't matter <laughs> dear god um i i i did the southwest chicken with uh, white bread, and then I did the chipotle steak. What what, what was it? What was it called again? The chipotle steak and cheddar. Yeah, the chipotle yes. steak and cheddar. So that that was our sandwich overlap. Yeah, and that I got that on the jalapeno and cheddar bread. Was that what it was? Yeah. Um, and look, I was pleasantly surprised by what I ate. I I I liked that Southwest chicken. I I I thought it was they put some they put some guacamole on there. Which I read as avocado in my head, and when then when yes. I got it was like it's like was very like goopy. It's a little saucy. It's yeah. it's a little saucy guac, guacamole, but the the flavors worked well together. Like you guys said, not the best quality meat, and and Haley, when you took it out, yeah, it looked like shit. But it t- a fork it, disappeared as soon yeah. as that came out. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, not the best quality meat also could describe either of us. Dear God. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but it's a little sympathetic the way that right. it's like it's yeah. not the best quality. <laughs> yeah, you know, just delete it. Yeah. Um, but but eat somewhere. <laughs> uh, and as men, we are the Quiznos of franchises. <laughs> um, but uh, oh, regular's not taken. I'll take it. I'm regular. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do they have a party sub <laughs> I uh, I I uh, I liked both of my sandwiches. I was a fan of both yeah. of them. I, I I I the Southwest chicken I thought was really good. I actually it's kind of a toss up between which one I like better. I couldn't tell the difference too much between the breads. It just kind of tasted like crunchy toasted bread to me. Yeah, and I was like, the bread isn't like great quality, but I like that they toast the sandwich and it's nice and warm. It does a lot to to improve it. Just uh, getting yeah. toasted. I'll say this too. Like Subway has like some sandwiches that are like the Ital- the Italian BMT I like or whatever, mm-hmm. but Quiznos does do a good job of like here is a signature sandwich. This is what comes on it: it's chicken, cheese, avocado, and and chipotle sauce or whatever. And Subway I feel like is bad with that. I mean, like I know that that's and I like the fact that you can make your own sandwich or whatever. Yeah. It's just you have you. It takes a long time. I I just feel like they're. They're 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 already made. Their menu sandwiches or whatever. Sure, are 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 decent. And like they have a at Subway, more I, put into them. Yeah, at Subway, I'll almost never order like whatever they're like their number one or two sandwiches yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, we also got a a side of the tater tots, which yeah. I thought were I would expect them to be crispier. Yeah, they just weren't too great. It seems like I, I liked that they offered them. 
because they they do they they have the things of like Haley. I believe you got. You, did you get baked? I did the barbecue bake lays because yeah. Quiznos seems like the only place you ever see those. Right. Yeah. I maintained my dignity and did not do what has been done in the past, where you crush up a handful of them and drop it inside your sandwich. Oh, I'm thirty years old can't be doing that anymore. <laughs> but I did quickly put it in my mouth after some bites because that that combination of crunchiness and flavor is pretty nice. I like right. that. Yeah. yeah. I did, do you do you ever do that, Nick? Do you ever add anything to your sandwiches? I went my the 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 uh, the the chips in a sandwich trick. I actually remember my mom doing, and I mm. would do that for a little bit of texture. You know what that made me think of is that our buddy Drew Tarver, when he came on for a Jersey Mike's episode. Uh, he said that his thing is that he would put his cookie in his sandwich. Yes. You remember that? Which would is you, insane. Didn't he demonstrate some of that for us too? Yeah, we didn't. I, I don't think we ate with him, but he talked about the, his technique, and oh, it was okay. a little crazy. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he liked mayonnaise the, and chocolate. Yeah, he liked. <laughs> he like. I mean, he knew it was gross, but he liked like the savory and sweet things together. Together, which I understand. I, n- I never. I usually kind of keep those the, the them separate. I, I like to have like my my bag of. Chi- I like. You know what I mean. I, what I'll usually do is eat the ha- half a sandwich. Eat my bag of chips and then eat the other half of the sandwich. Mm, That's kind of nice. how I do it. You know what? If you out there like to put chips in your sandwich, hashtag chipswitch. Let us know. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I thought the, the, the tater tots were just like, because they run yeah. them through that toasting oven, and you expect them, oh, they're going to get nice and crisped up, and they're going to have this, like, really, you know, hot, de- but they were kind of like room temp, and they were kind of yeah. just sort of soggy. It they probably could have just gone through again. I'm sure they were frozen. Yeah. Or, or... Do people do that? Can you run this through again, please? <laughs> <laughs> well done, please. <laughs> Honestly, it might be a, be a good move. Like, yeah. I wonder if you, if you could ask, like, like the way you can get the fries well done at an outburg. Just I mean. see how how many times they let you do it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. completely burn down yeah. to like nice thank you thank you for doing it my way <laughs> on this in, this this to- their toasting oven which also like looks like a scaled down version of a medieval implement of torture yeah. just like the slowly moving conveyor yeah. belt that goes through hot coals way better than subway's microwave looking oven right it, yeah it's, it's too fast it yeah. just goes and it's done and you're yeah. like, oh, i don't like this right are you supposed to put yoga mats in the in the microwave <laughs> <laughs> oh, before I forget, I once went into a subway in New York on 6th Avenue, uh, and there was no one behind the counter or in the restaurant, and then a, I swear to God, like, seven-year-old boy came out from the kitchen, put on the plastic, and he goes, sir, what can I make you? What can I make? Like, Wolfgang Puck. Wow. And I let him do it and was wait like, to see if there's anyone else in the store. The parents, I, I guess, owned this place. We're just having Whoa. him work, and he was so good at it. I was just kind of stunned until I walked outside. I was like, "Am I supposed to call the police?" <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was so, yeah, so, so flummoxed by this. And he rang me up, and we were all done. I gave him a nice tip. That's <laughs> like uh, if it's a family, if it's a family-run business, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know, if you are skirting child labor laws, but I think if it's maybe an occasional thing, and the kid likes it, yeah. still, it's it's still weird. I, I, that to me sounds like you're at like entrapment for some sort of um, morality test, yeah, like man, that's right, special. Yeah. You know, what that may have been a what would you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you failed. And he dropped a hundred on the ground and like <laughs> went, went back in the kitchen. Then a blind man tripped. Yeah, I, I found a wallet on the ground today when I was got the snack for the snacker whack. Oh wow! And I truly didn't know what to do with it. Uh, I mean, like I wasn't gonna keep it or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, but I didn't know whether to, I just gave it to the person at Seven Eleven at the counter. Mm. 
which uh, which I don't know if that is even the right move. That's probably fine because yeah. yeah. a customer will probably return there looking yeah, for yeah. it. She yeah. said uh, the the woman behind the counter was like, "Oh, she comes in here all the time." So. Yeah, that's and you're fine. on camera doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. In December, I started getting envelopes several days in a row with really nice, expensive rose bowl tickets in them. Ooh, wow. And an mm. address. This where is it was a tough. What would you do? Yeah. And uh, so I was like, "Yeah, I got it." Like this is it was a ton of money. It was like right. six or eight tickets or something. So I went and looked for the name. Couldn't find the building. Landlord didn't recognize the name. Put a sign down in the mail room. Like days go by. It's getting close to the Rose Bowl, and finally, some guy came to my door, and I was like, he was so relieved. Like I was, I was glad that oh, his man. Rose Bowl wasn't completely ruined by FedEx. That's also, that's also <laughs> so funny. Like for them to be like, we didn't go in, and then on TV they like see their section, and you're there. Cheering. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. It's just like if no one claims them, like I should go, but then he's gonna follow me there and kill me. But I actually called StubHub, and they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll email you the address to send it to. And no, like I was like, I'm trying to do the right, right thing like ashton kutcher's really making this hard for me <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great transition for kutcher to be the what would you if he took over what would you do yeah he has a serious <laughs> tone now <laughs> serious now <laughs> yeah that's that i feel like when you're when you're trying to do the right thing and then you're like oh man this is now it's starting to become work <laughs> right that's yeah. that's when that's when I, I start to check out a little bit um, mitch when you have a moral question do you get an angel over one shoulder and a piece of devil's food cake over the other <laughs> devil's food cake yeah. and it talks to me or it just sits there uh, it just sits there and you think about eating it and you lick your lips <laughs> and I, I forget about whatever the problem yeah, was yeah. <laughs> um, well let's get to our final thoughts on Quiznos so Haley you've heard the show you know how this works but uh, just a refresher we'll all go around we'll sort of give our closing argument if you will on Quiznos and rate it from zero to five forks we will begin with you I uh, the most recent time I had Quiznos before today I uh, did a Postmates thing like oh this will be fun you know yeah <laughs> one week night a little nostalgic and I was very disappointed but after today's experience I think that was really just because it sat in the passenger seat of someone's car as it mm. drove from Hollywood to greet me right um, eating in the restaurant the bread was nice and crispy and even though the meat is not great the they sort of cover that up with the sauces and things and like pretty good better crispier lettuce than most sandwich shops like good red onion and everything so i was pleasantly surprised today i will give it three forks three forks very three solid forks is pretty good yeah um i i didn't i didn't have like that like that experience that you had at, at, in college where there was one across the street I, like i said i didn't I, I didn't get to experience much quiznos but i the the first time I went, I did think it was saucy, but I was like, oh, there's something nice about this, and I, and I think I would rather have had it over Subway at the time. I've now gone on to appreciate Subway for what it is. Right. Um, and, it, and it's strange. Today, I was like, oh, I, like, it's, it's not bad. Like, Quiznos isn't bad. It's such a weird mystery of, of, of what went down with it and whether it was marketing, bad marketing at the wrong time or something. You know what I mean? Like where they really could have pulled ahead of Subway or pulled even with Subway if, mm -hmm. if they just had the right campaign or something. Right. Um, but today I, w I was pleasantly surprised for like a chain uh, for a chain re restaurant sub place that was that was decent. I liked both of my sandwiches. It, like a, the, it, it was, you know, the steak like the, the steak sandwich wasn't like a D'Angelo's level steak and cheese, which they cook up on a grill. Like you were saying, it was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of just like deli stuff that was heated deli steak that was heated up or whatever but it was still it was still good i think i like it better than subway steak and cheese when i, I of course have to compare it to, to that but um yeah I, you know 
Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. They were they they were kind of right back in the day, and it is still toasty. They, they still toast it That's up. That's true. They still uh, and you know what? That is that is one thing that maybe it, it, it we did slow down the line quite a bit when we were when we were ordering our sandwiches. I know that we right. got yeah, quite a we few had six going. Down. <laughs> we had six sandwiches going through this thing. It's a real bottleneck in their operation that each one of yeah. those has a sale through individually. But the price wasn't too bad either. For, no, it's not bad for you know for six different sandwiches and and some chips and tater tots and drinks. Yeah, for if you're for like a work lunch or something like that, totally fine. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna go three. Three and a quarter uh, forks. What would the, how many tines is that? Nick? That's one tine. If we're talking right, about three, standard four, three forks, fork. one tine. <laughs> three forks, one tine. Yeah, very very respectable mm-hmm. score for yeah. Quiznos and a Joni Mitchell album. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have not like like you guys I've not eaten at Quiznos or I, 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 you know it's absent your recent Postmates experience I I had not eaten at Quiznos a lot. Uh, recently, um, but like Haley, I, I there was a period in my life when I really liked Quiznos, and it went with frequency. There, there were two chain closings by my house, three chain closings, four chain closings by my house wow. that have had an impact on my life. Uh, number one, the worst is Popeye's closing mm. and being replaced with a Starbucks, Ooh. especially because there's another Starbucks like a block away. Huge, huge downgrade. Um, I'd say the second, the second in that position is the Quiznos closing mm. and being replaced with a Subway, which is kind of a fuck you. That's kind of a Game yeah. of Thrones wow. move that we're gonna like. We're taking your your castle and we're claiming it as our own. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, uh, third and fourth, I would say, were kind of lateral, but they had an impact. One was Arby's turning into Wendy's. A slight mm-hmm. minor upgrade, I'd say. And then the other one, this was Chuck an upgrade. cheese. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this one was an upgrade, uh, <laughs> but I do like Jack in the Box, but a Jack in the Box closed and turned into a Del Taco. That happened this uh, year. That's right up your alley. Yeah, that's right, right up my yeah. alley. But I go too frequently. It's a, it's a problem. Um I'm going tonight. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Why? Because I want it. Oh, all right. <laughs> because he said the words. Now it's in his brain. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know, I re- used to really like Quiznos. That said, I think the last time I was there, I was actually in a Quiznos before today, was when I had, like, I was driving down Wilshire Boulevard, and I just had emergency diarrhea to the point where I had to pull over to the side of the road and just get into the closest business and I went to a Quiznos. That's so sad. It was a Quiznos? I had to ask for the restroom code. It was like the, there was no privacy at all in the restroom but it was just gonna happen and and then I was like I left and I think I bought a bottle of water because I felt bad for what I did to their establishment. <laughs> you the old be- apology water. Yeah, like, yeah. Sorry. You I know I'm not really bad. a customer. I know, yeah. You should feel terrible. Right. You you use their franchise as a toilet. What was, was the I last supposed time. to do? It was an emergency. It was that or shit in my yard. This is something but, that they should get a little bonus for. Is it establishments that actually do let you use the bathroom? Yes. That's right. nice. I Even thought it in was New York nice. City sometimes there's a shocking lack of bathrooms in vast swaths of the city. So when they actually let you go in there, it's nice. I, 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 I like your thing of an apology yeah. water. I think that I think that is the least you can do. Yes. When you do something like that, right? But truly, the least you could have done, Wagner. You could have bought some, anything else. You yeah, right. <laughs> but I've, I've I've bought plenty of apology items before for going into a place and using their restroom, and I yeah. and I felt terrible. But you know they were they were nice then. Uh, they they I feel like their their service has always been nice. They were very nice and accommodating today with our weird order. The, I would say that the the guy at the checkout counter actually mm-hmm. rang up our four inch sandwiches, our two four inch sandwiches as eight inches to save a little bit of money for us, which was hey, very nice. That's nice. And he put them as a combo with the the tots and mm-hmm. the and and our drinks. So Maybe that's why they're gone out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Too many discounts. Um, but the uh, but I, I thought both my sandwiches were good. I like the veggie guacamole more. Uh, I would say the spicy chipotle pork was good. But I think what you uh, what Haley 
Lee's point about the the meat being a little deficient, I would yeah. say maybe probably stick with more of the classic stuff with cold cuts. I think you're gonna have a little bit more success there with like your your honey bacon clubs, your turkey bacon guacamoles or what have you. But I think this is a good chain. I'm gonna go even higher than you, Mitch. Three and a half forks. Yeah, this I is was a very solid I was, sandwich place. I was almost thinking three and a half forks. And it's, you know what? It's tough. It deserves to re-expand a little bit. I yeah. think there's a happy medium between it's it, when it was everywhere and where it is today, where it's kind of receded into obscurity. Yeah. Quiznos have a little resurgence. I you hope they it. bounce back. I yeah, hope we're so thinking too. about you guys. We hope your business model works. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, you, also, I want to point out that I got myself a Diet Mountain Dew. And this this proves your nose. This proves the thing that you don't drink. So you're like Mountain Dew, huh? Like you saw my Mountain Dew. It was so yellow because so the bottle is green. I hadn't seen it out in the wild in a while. Yeah. So seeing that incandescent neon. You're green. right. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't drink it just because Diet Mountain Dew is available. I shouldn't. Yeah. Drink it. And then there was also they had they had did seem what it looked like. Um, uh, not homemade, like a, they had like store a pink made, lemonade there, yeah. Pink lemonade, which I tried. Mm. It tasted very much like church basement lemonade. Yeah, that lemonade, <laughs> that lemonade wasn't great. I agree, right? With your did, right? It felt very much like a like a like like basketball or like exactly. a, like, a, like a pastor made that. I mean, it was the, it was the color of like public restroom soap. You know that bright yeah. pink soap. Oh god. Yeah. So yeah, it was that crap, that powder. Yeah, kids got in trouble at my elementary school for cutting it up into lines and snorting it on their. <laughs> Why would they do that? Like, probably seen some... Scarface or something. And I had no idea. I remember what the kids drug did was. that too. Yeah. That's terrible. That's such a that's a nightmare. It didn't like clean your hands. It like used friction to scrub yeah. your hands <laughs> off in, in the water. <laughs> the worst. Uh, hey, that was our review of Quiznos. It's time for a regular segment. We've got a food stuff. We're going to decide if you should put it in your mouth. It's another edition of Snack or Whack. Wow. And Mitch, what snack did you get for us today over at your Seven Eleven trip? Where you yeah, right that's thing? you know when I found that wall uh, the wallet. You know, there's two reactions I could have had. I could have had a Deadpool type reaction mm-hmm. and taken it for myself, right? <laughs> or uh, who's the good guy? Oh, Deadpool is the good guy. Yeah. I, I can't think of a, another superhero or, or Superman. A, oh, okay. Reaction and gave it to the person <laughs> on the front counter. I, 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 I did the Superman reaction, but I got the Deadpool snack. In a, so, tr- is it tr- is it trolley? I think it's trolley. I think the trolley. How you say it. Uh, which is like it's supposed to be trolls, right? Like, is it is it like yeah, a troll? I, I think so. Same universe as the the trolls with the hair. I think yeah. I think yeah. I feel like this is also like a Bigfoot pizza sort of thing, where it was like trolls were maybe in at the at this point or something. They wanted to sort of give a wink to the alt right. <laughs> like, well, that's the way things are going in this country right now. We're candy makers, not moralists. <laughs> I'm looking it up, and apparently the. The uh, the name has its origins in Germany. Okay, so that's the. But it is. Uh, wait, what's the hell? I, I can't. I, it, it doesn't have the origin of the name here. I don't really know what it is. Some German word. Reddit brand. There was, <laughs> sort of Reddit, yeah. Reddit, Reddit gummies. 4chan gummies. Like, oh god. No thanks. Well, this, 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 it does this. It's a little devilish thing. Where, where and Deadpool is on the cover of this. Um, I guess his hand is blown off, and he because you know how he regenerates, right? But he has a little sour, they're sour, sour bright, tiny hands, which is it should be sour bite, right? Mm, so what is yeah. sour? I guess they're just like know. bright looking. Seven hmm. Eleven in in trolley uh, uh, crossover Deadpool two. See the movie it says on it. Mm. I don't know if I agree with that. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> um, but let's open these up. Boy, tiny hands. They are, are very tiny hands. I'm going to take a couple. What are these? Uh, these are the ones that belong to the orange buffoon? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fuel, well. fuel for these 4chan people. <laughs> uh, okay, so our engineer Rob has taken a couple. 
The uh, the fingers appear to be webbed. Are these all the same? <laughs> <laughs> are these all the same uh, flavor? Or are they slightly different flavors? I, think, I don't know how these work. Th- oh, there's something on the back there. Is there different flavors? Okay, there there are three different flavors: pineapple mango, which is the yellow one; blueberry lime, which is the blue and green; and strawberry berry punch, which is the red. Well, so all right, I need one more two. flavor. And yellow. if you guys at home there want a go. really good uh, image, just picture the Oppenheimer Mutual Fund commercial with the four hands all clutching each other. That's pretty much what it looks right. like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, could I? Could I could oh, I'm I, sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I'm, I'm gonna try each flavor. The uh, the pineapple mango, I think, has a nice, nice flavor to it. Nice and tropical. You know, I I don't know what the thing with the gummies. These gummies that are that are they're covered with this crystalline substance, mm. and I'm never sure what the purpose of it is. That sweetener? Is it just straight up sugar? God, I hope it's just sugar. Because if it's not. Or is it? There? Is it salt? Is, is, it, it just, is, it, is it a sour? Is it where the sourness? Maybe comes that's in? the sour crystals. Maybe that's where that comes from. It's like the little uh, green and red squares. If you look closely at a Dorito chip, come like <laughs> right, right, confetti on here. Like, <laughs> 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 These mm. are good. Yeah, the berry has a similarly nice flavor. The berry one tastes a little bit more artificial, where I get, I get a little more fruit character from the mango pineapple. I mean, you know, you're, you know, these are artificial. You know what you're getting when you're biting into them. But I think, I think you were right that the tropical one so far is, is the winner. I just had the blue and green one, whichever. The blueberry lime, I did not love. It's very lime dominant. Hmm. It kind of all tastes the same to me. Yeah, They're very similar. Yeah, but oh well, the pineapple one is pineapple-y. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. The xanthan gum is really gooey. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good xanthan. The molecules gum. are bonded really <laughs> <Right>. effectively. <laughs> Hey guys, Deadpool here. When Trolley approached me about recreating one of my body parts as a tasty morsel, my hand wasn't what I had in mind. I was thinking something bigger and dirtier. Wow. My brain. But they okay. said that. <laughs> I love that this played to complete silence. <laughs> but they said this size could be a but they said the size could be a joke a choking hazard, his brain. Is too big, is what he's saying. I so get. instead, I just gave I them a hand, literally. Cute. Deadpool. Wow. Hey, that's classic Deadpool right there. Look, I made 75 bucks writing the copy for the back of this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take every job I can get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm eating the last one. Oh, that one's good too. You're right that they do kind of, especially if you eat a couple of them in a row. Yeah. Are you? I know you're someone who didn't have a lot of uh, treats growing up, as as you said. But are you someone who who likes gummy? How does what are your gummy feelings? Uh, I'm I'm definitely more of a savory than sweet person. Got it. Not huge into dessert, but um, you mentioned the country Germany. There, yes. The gold bag, those gummy bears that I they I've had in Germany, uh, and you find them out here. They're legitimately good is gummy. The, gummy is the Haribo? Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah, I think so. I think is that it? Yeah, I love Haribos. Else. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong one. Gold bag gummies. Sorry for googling so much on this episode. <laughs> um, I think they are the the hard, are oh, they yeah. these these ones? Uh, wait, um, maybe. You're thinking of something assume, else. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of something else. But. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I'm wondering what these mystery gummies are. It, it, or it might be there. I might just be remembering it wrong. Uh, if if you know what it is, uh, hashtag uh, German mystery gummies. <laughs> Let us know. Um, Mitch, what do you think about these? <laughs> I mean, also like I mean like obviously Deadpool. Was talking about his dick, of course. Um, I don't know. He said, he said his brain. He was pretty clear about it. Yeah. He reminded you twice. All right, sure. He meant his brain. <laughs> These are sold to children <laughs> in, in recliners <laughs> watching movies. That was a good point. That is, I mean, there. Should we just go snack or whack? Yeah, on let's it? go snack or whack. Sorry, Deadpool. I know that you're going to give me a lot of. You're probably going to roast me. Also, does Deadpool have it? Does his dick burn off? 
I don't know. I don't know the lore. Probably his dick should have burnt off. It's well, possible. But it would I regenerate, seen, right? I haven't seen Deadpool 2, so they might go over that. Yeah. Um, it's whack, Deadpool. Yeah. They're just, I mean, like, they were, like the, the strawberry berry punch and the pineapple mango are decent, but I just, I wouldn't buy, I don't care about these. They're not, they're not good enough. I'm a little surprised, just because I know you're such a gummy aficionado, but maybe yeah. your gummy palate is refined enough where you can tell what a good gummy is from a bad gummy. Yeah, these, I, I would these, expect these are like overly sh- sugary and, right. and no, I, I just, they weren't doing it for me. What do you think, Haley? Yeah, I, I agree. If, if it's got to be a, a yes or no, um, there's just so many better gummies out there. Right. Sour straws, all that stuff. Like, that just has a much more distinct flavor than this. Yeah. This is just kind of like fruit mush. Yeah. With yeah. sugar on it that isn't particularly sour. Yeah, there's not, there's like, there isn't a thing where you get below like the sour flavor and it's like a decent gummy or something. It just, yeah. it just, it just kind of sucks all around. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get roasted by Deadpool, by the way. Oh boy, I hope not. <laughs> um, also, what a, what a bad, like, couldn't you come up with a better, a 7 Eleven chimichanga with Deadpool? Sure. Oh, that's, that would be better. That would be better. That's well, a much better tie in. Yeah. Why well, didn't they do that? I don't know. They could have done what, that with Jack in the Box, which used to have a chimichanga on the menu. A naked chicken chalupa? That sounds like a Deadpool. That's, thing. There Deadpool you go. Perfect. I, I just want to say, what's up with those Jack in the Box Cholula things? Like, we have, we all have Cholula in the fridge. Like, we, uh, that's not, yeah. like, that's not a special thing. We, 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 we had them. <laughs> we tried them on the Doughboys Double, and uh, they were a little. I mean, I think that they were... You couldn't it, taste the chili. You couldn't really taste it. Yeah. It was kind of overwhelmed. And, and you're right. It's just a hot sauce. It's like, it's saying, like saying ketchup. Exactly. Like Heinz yeah. burger. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> We've got ranch dressing. It's just like, yeah, everyone has access to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're, they're maybe assuming that they can trick some people or something. You yeah. don't know what, what Cholula is. Have you guys ever had banana ketchup? Uh, I have had banana ketchup. I've never had banana ketchup. So good. My my friend from Puerto Rico would bring that uh, when she visited home in college, and I keep a bottle of that around. It's really really good. Good on, um, because I've never found it except from Caribbean companies. Okay. But you can put it on a a breakfast sandwich. It's a really good substitute for things like yeah it's delicious is it like a ke- like kind of similar consistency to ketchup it, or it, in a way it doesn't yeah same consistency but it doesn't taste like ketchup or bananas but it's delicious oh it's like right. sort of a sweet savory it's probably on the umami range i think like, oh all right yeah, it's really good I i've only had some. it a couple of times and I, i'm not sure if i could identify it by taste now but if i had it again i'd be like oh yeah this it, it, it's pretty distinct yeah um uh, i will say you know, I, I am gonna actually going to give a, a snack if I'm going to break these out individually to the pineapple mango one, sure. which I thought was a pretty decent flavor. The other two, uh, I mean, they're just unspectacular. And I, I think in, in the spirit of Deadpool, I'm going to give these a whack off to <laughs> Betty White's bush. <laughs> How's that for random? <laughs> Whacking off to Betty White's bush. Uh, yeah, you know. He does fucked up shit like that. Uh, so I got to say, a very bad aftertaste with these, with the trolley Deadpool hands. Yeah. Right. Uh, but also very embarrassing in the store because I had seen these on display and I had bought a few different snack options and I, I had to say to the girl at the counter, I was like, do you still have the uh, Deadpool 2 <laughs> gum- gummy hands? And she was like, what? And I was like, the Deadpool 2 gummy hands. She's like, go look at like on the gummy <laughs> thing. And she and she showed me where they were, but it was truly embarrassing. Oh, my God. I, like, I think it was like one of the few times where I was like, it's for a podcast. Like I have yeah. to like say <laughs> the embarrassing thing. By the way, that does not make it better. No, That's, not at all. <laughs> it makes it more They confusing. ask what a podcast yeah. is a lot of the time. <laughs> I feel like I feel like any time I said it's for a podcast has been like a lie when I'm getting too much food for myself right. at McDonald's. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, that was Snack or Whack, just like a restaurant with value or feedback. Let's open up the feedback. And hey, we got a voicemail today. Let's listen. Hey, guys. I have, This is Brian St. Louis. I've been playing uh, Super Mario RPG this past week, and it just got me wondering, what is your guys' favorite Mario spinoff game? Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Uh, good question. Uh, that was uh, Brad in St. Louis. Haley, are, were you are, were you much of a gamer? I know you, you you have a part in a in a very big video game series. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. That's been God, I've been doing that for like seventeen years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. The That's new crazy. the new yeah. one comes out soon, right? I uh, can't talk about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But I saw on the news it. that they were showing some things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but that's, <laughs> I did a play in Philadelphia years ago and it was about the, it was read about the painter, Mark Rothko, and they would have like Sundays where the matinee would be school kids. And afterwards we're supposed to do an educational talk back, you know, about painting and everything. Yeah. It was just a kingdom hearts conversation for an hour. Wow. Every single week. It cracked me up so much. That <laughs> that's nobody great. else knew like what the hell that was. Right. <laughs> the kids were like, when's the second one coming out? <laughs> <laughs> did, um, so d- were you ever a Mario guy? Yeah. Yeah, Mario, <laughs> maybe it's sort of a, a symbol of like where we're going in history, but like the way that people talk about seeing 2001 in the 60s yeah. or hearing Bob Dylan, the equivalent for like eight-year-olds, I feel, was like seeing the 3D Mario for the first oh, time. Right. That was world-shattering. Oh, you yeah. could not believe how good those... And honestly, even on a big screen today, like it looks pretty good. Mario 64 holds yeah. up, yeah. Um, I was about, yeah. I'm, I'm about five years older, uh, give or take, and, and, I, and for me... It was a life. I, it, <laughs> yeah. it truly was. Right. I, I remember going to Toys R Us. I think I was 12 or 13 or something uh-huh. which when it came out. But I, going into Toys R Us and like seeing 3D Mario for the first time was was jaw dropping. Yeah. It was it, it was insane. Yeah. It was so good. Like my my parents discouraged us playing video games and didn't particularly like them. But my I would go out sometimes and my dad would be playing Mario sixty four. Oh, like, that's awesome. Late at that's night, awesome. like it was just an incredible. And I think that's Nintendo's great thing when they interview the guys there. Where they're like, we want it to truly be a, like a group participatory thing that excites everybody. And they, yeah, right. And they often succeed at doing that. So, yeah. um, Shigeru Ma- Ma- Miyamoto. Oh man, what a guy. Yeah, he's 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 a he's an art. He's up there with some of the I best artists. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, do you, do you, does a favorite Mario spinoff game come to mind? Are, are, are Mario Karts, Mario Tennises, Super Smash so Bros. Not, not, like, not, not the like main Mario line. Galaxy or anything Yeah, like but that. Mario RPG mm. he threw in there. And Mitch, if you have an answer, feel free to chime in. Mario Party was pretty fun. Yeah, I actually, Mario was cool. great. Yeah. I love Mario Party. That, I remember that. Like that. That's a game that people can get legit mad at because it is so <laughs> random. Like people will just lose their minds over the injustices. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my boring answer is Mario Kart because it just is was one of the best of all time. I mean, Mario Kart sixty four is one of my favorite all time games. That's not. That's not a boring answer at all. That's a perfectly reasonable answer. Yeah, there's a reason. But, it's but the I most feel like there's like a deeper, series. a deeper answer than that right people want to hear like mario super strikers or whatever i'll give you a random one yeah super mario strikers rather mario plus rabbits oh mario plus rabbits uh, was very good what yeah. system was that on this, this is, is on, on a switch. switch do you have a switch oh, Haley, uh, no i haven't oh uh, this man, you is the, switch. Like, the only thing in my life that i've ever successfully been like i am not going to do that anymore failed at vegetarianism <laughs> failed at a lot of things like that but i a, a second big um, moment for me in, in video game life was getting to college and going, hang on, we can play Halo 3 all weekend. Right. Yeah. And no one's going to say stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played a lot of that in college. Then afterward, I was like, it went like uh, I played a little bit of Call of Duty. And with the prestiging and everything, I was like, this is going to take up too much of my time. Right. This right. Is too fun. But I, 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 I agree with you. And I, I stopped playing and I stopped playing a little bit. I got a GameCube in college when it came out, but I stopped playing. 
video games a little bit. Yeah. And then and then I was kind of like like later on out here when the Wii came out, I kind of picked it up again. I played Resident Evil 4, I think it was, and yeah. then I kind of got back into it. And as like a, a big film fan, there's just some stuff that you would there's some games that you would that you would love. Oh, I, I know. I was just talking to uh, uh Thomas Middleditch is big into those sort of games. And yeah. just the stuff where it was like he said that his wife was playing one where you're just a teenage girl in 90s Seattle and you come home and your family has disappeared and you have to like use clues. Just like really artistic, cool right. storylines yeah. and unexpected things. I know that Fallout was like that too. Every Christmas I'll get like a game and be like, oh, like, you know, the end of December, it doesn't matter if you waste a lot of time sure. playing video yeah. games. And then it's just like, it's this is going to take 400 hours. Like, yeah. I, cannot, I cannot do that. I, I understand <laughs> if, you, if you've got that sort of, a, that's, that's sort of addictive uh, personality. <laughs> yeah. Mar- Mario Odyssey, the best Mario since Mario 64. Probably. Yeah, I, I love Mario yeah. Odyssey. And I love the yeah. Switch. I, I'll, I'll just give my answer real quick, which is I, my real answer might be Super Smash Brothers because I love the Smash Brothers games. But I will give a different answer to this because, again, again that's that's kind of a... Uh, an obvious one, and I think also that's this also is what I was afraid. Of. All all Nintendo universe encompassing, maybe okay. not just Mario. Um, I like the Paper Mario series. Yeah, those are good. I think they have a great character to them, and I think in in particular the first two they came out with. I thought they they you know a, a great mix of a, a a really fun story and a, a just a charming art style and just just fun like action RPG gameplay. So yeah, I, I'm a big fan of those. Haley, um, I'm also proud of you for not knowing about Mario versus Rabbids, which, which <laughs> Mario plus Rabbids, which Nick and I both played to yeah. completion. Yeah. <laughs> both, you saw us you saw us clenching our fists when you said you didn't know what it was. Um, Play to completion worked in both senses. In that case. <laughs> if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Haley Joel Osment, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Listening. Really fun talking Such a legend, guys. man. We're, ha- we're so happy to have you on here. It's, uh, great. it's great to have you. Do you have anything you would like to plug at this time? Yes. Uh, first season of Future Man is on Hulu right now. Uh, we just started shooting season two, which should be coming out some point around the end of the year, I think. Uh, and I have a film called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile coming out uh, later in the year. That is Zac Efron as Ted Bundy. And Lily Collins as his first wife. That oh, was man. a Whoa. really, really fun, great cast. Of that John Malkovich, Jim Parsons. Uh, oh, that's awesome! Oh, man. Yeah, and then uh, lastly, uh, also coming out later this year, a film called "The The Devil Has a Name" that was uh, directed by Edward James Olmos and is David Strathairn, Alfred Molina, Martin Sheen, and Kate Bosworth. Oh, so nice. that's a fun, amazing. One yeah, keep an eye out for for sure. Yeah. That sounds cool. great. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll, we'll have to have you back at some point. Absolutely, thank you for doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, and hey, that, you guys, I know Lucky Boy is a national chain, but we should just go. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I'd, I'd 100. That was be that, the, that. the Lucky Boy was the first place that you brought up, and I I I didn't know too too. I had heard of it, but I didn't yeah. know too much about it. But I wonder I wonder how if just saying it will will probably pique a lot of pe- people's interest. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to try it out. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Our thanks to our guests, and uh, just want to say a hearty a remembrance of our good friend Mike Mitchell, who passed away this very day one year ago. <laughs> what the fuck? That's right, a twist ending out of M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) You loser. Oh my god, his wedding ring just fell on the ground. (laughs) Hey guys, you want more Doughboys? To get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden Plate Club. Sign up at patreon.com slash doughboys.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>